Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. This Louis Mets. Little kids, like me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Lee Campbell. And I am Tegan Natoli. And this is This Glorious Mess Little Kids, which is a podcast that Mamma Mia makes for people who have little kids around the age of five or younger. Now, today we're talking about something that's been doing the rounds on the internet for the last couple of months, actually, and it just won't go away. (laughs) And the question is, how often do you wash your kids? So it all started when Miller and Ashton, you know, friends, first name basis, (laughs) revealed on a podcast that they don't actually bathe their children or themselves, in fact, every day. What the? So this got the internet talking and on today's show, we're going to unpack exactly what they meant, what experts think, what we think, if everyone's just a big old bunch of dirty people. (laughs) Plus, we're going to share our recommendations and our WTF moments of the week. But first, of course, you know what time it is. Now it's time for Listen to Dilemmas. Yay! This guy! So Anonymous wrote to us via email and said, Your podcast brightens my Monday. My dilemma is my mother-in-law comes over one day a week to help. She comes over in the morning so I can take my toddler to her sport activity and she can stay with my baby, whose nap time it is. She then stays until 5pm and mainly wants to chat all day. While I'm very lucky and also very thankful for the help, especially as we are not in lockdown and this is all permitted, I find I'm exhausted from making conversation from nine to five. Also, I want to do things like housework or a home workout, but I don't as I feel that's rude. My husband doesn't understand because he says, just stop talking. (laughs) I don't know how to approach the thanks for the help, but can you leave by 12 p.m.? Oh, Lee, what do you reckon? This made me really tense, which is funny because my mother-in-law is in Melbourne and I never see her. But I just, (laughs) I know when you have kids and you just have what you want to do in your head and the juggle is already so real and then there's an obstacle in the way and you're just like, I want to get done what I want to get done. Like she says, she knows she's lucky and she is. Look, I would love some help. My mum can't look after Alexandra on her own and she lives an hour and a half away. As I said, my mother-in-law is in Melbourne. I would kill for some help. But in this case, I almost wouldn't take it because I just would want to get my stuff done. I reckon your husband needs to step up and have a word just because he doesn't understand it and says, just stop talking. <laughs> That's a cop out. He needs to say, hey, mum, you know, Mary wants to do blah, 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 but she feels uncomfortable. I think he needs to do that. I hate small talk. I hate people in my home that I haven't specifically invited at that time. So I'm not the right person to ask, but I think your husband needs to talk to his mum. Otherwise, just say, oh, I've signed up to this online course, you know, make up some sort of story and get her out the door. Yeah, see, I agree with you there. I would never, ever be able to do the confrontational, have a chat. Like I would rather tell a lie saying that, oh, I've got a play date with the kids or I'm taking the kids to a girlfriend's house for coffee than actually hurt 
someone's feelings, telling them the truth, like, hi, I'm really appreciative that you come, but can you go now? I could never, I could never do that. I'm, I, yeah. I, no, I couldn't do it. But I'm in a similar situation. Like my mother-in-law pre-COVID obviously used to do the same thing, come over. She lives about an hour away. So she'd come over and have her one day week with the kids. But to be honest, my kids are pretty bratty with her because she dotes. Like she's amazing. She comes, she cooks, she cleans. She's phenomenal. And the kids absolutely adore her. But I usually use that time to go off on my own and I either go to work or I run errands. I kind of get out of the house. And if we don't have plans for the afternoon, then yeah, she sticks around and has dinner with my husband and I. So I don't know whether you tell a white lie to get her out of the house or whether you get your husband to talk to her. I don't know. I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be No, I don't think I could either, to be honest. I just think white lies are okay in this case. Like <laughs> it's the mother's mental health. I know that sounds dramatic, but. I know. And there's part of me that's kind of like, well, is it the grandmother's right? Because they are her grandchildren. So are there kind of some aspects of it where we've just got to suck it up? Because I know if I was the grandmother, I'd be like, well, oh, tough titties, girlfriend. They're my grandkids too. That's a good point. Wow, you've got a heart. You're a good, that's a really good point. <laughs> I've either got a heart or I'm a sucker. I don't know. <laughs> I both. I'm too harsh. I'm like, get out of but my But that's house. probably because your mother-in-law lives interstate. So you can be harsh as to how you think you would feel. But maybe if, or, yeah, if she was Yeah, I just don't here, have the reality. Yeah. But I'm the type of person that has people over for dinner. And then at 8.45, I say, okay, I'm going to bed now. And I just go to bed and leave them in the living room with my husband. <laughs> so I have absolutely no Remind me like, not to come to yours for dinner <laughs> you know what I'm like when you and I are in the studio recording and then you want to like chat I'm like I've got to okay, go bye. bye I'm not very nice anyway <laughs> if you have a question a dilemma or anything you'd like to ask us please email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au and we will do our best to answer it Okay, so let me set the scene. A couple of weeks ago, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis went on a very popular podcast, The Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman, and the conversation of bathing came up and it turns out the Kutcher family doesn't actually bathe very regularly. Instead of me relaying what they said, let's listen to a little snippet. I'm in the minority here of washing my whole body in the shower i can't like so weird who taught you to not wash i didn't have hot water growing up as a child so i didn't shower very much okay but when i had children i also didn't wash them every day like i wasn't Mm -hmm. the parent that bathed my newborns ever we only did because it was part of the nighttime routine. We could care less about their cleanliness. That's how we feel about our children. We're like, oof, something smells. And we're like, oh, here's, the now, here's the thing. If you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point. I actually can relate to this so much because this is an ongoing argument in our house, not just about the children, but about myself. <laughs> And my husband, we fight about this all the time. Are you a dirty woman? I'm going to ask you that later. Let me continue to set the scene. So this sent the internet into a bit of a frenzy. And then when Dax and his wife, Kristen Bell, went on a US talk show, The View, they had a bit to answer for. We bathe our children every single night. Uh, Prior to bed is like the routine. And then somehow they just started going to sleep on their own without the routine and by George, we had to start saying like, hey, when's the last time you bathed them? Yeah, we it, forget. Sometimes five, six days goes <laughs> along. I mean, they don't smell. So, you know, it's hard to. Well, that's right. they do. <laughs> I'm a big fan of waiting for the yeah. steak. Okay, once you catch a whiff, that's 
that's biology's way of letting you know you need to clean it up. There's it's a red flag. There's a red flag that's because right. honestly, that's right. It's just bacteria. Once you get the bacteria, you got to be like get in the tub or the shower. So I I don't hate what they're doing. I wait mm. for the stink. So Miller and Ashton have been pretty good about all this. And in the last couple of weeks, Ashton poked fun at the whole thing on Instagram, laughing at Miller when she was washing the kids. We'll pop a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. But Tegan, what do you make of all this? Do you shower every day, twice a day? How do you wash your kids? What is your washing routine in your house? (laughs) Okay, so my kids, I'm kind of like Dax and Kristen in terms of the routine thing. So my kids do have a bath every single day not for hygiene more so to kill an hour and give them something to do and to be honest they're probably all peeing in the bath and literally bathing in each other's wee anyway so it's probably not all that clean for them but yes my kids do bath every day me Look, I'm a give or take kind of girl. My husband and I fight about this all the time. He's a very well-maintained and groomed Italian man. He showers minimum twice a day. And I'm like, you know, I went for a swim today. That's fine. Or I didn't (laughs) sweat today. I'll just have a shower later or tomorrow. It's fine. In summer, sometimes I don't even know how many days it's been since I've showered because I I swim. In summer, that's when you're stinky. I don't know. I'm kind of... (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit grubby. What's your hygiene routine like? (laughs) So when Bug was a baby home from the hospital, we only washed him maybe every three or four days. And as they said, do not use any sort of products, just clean him, which we did. Then like you, we got into bed, bottle, bath or whatever, the other way around (laughs) routine, which worked really well. Winter just gone, Bug's had quite dry skin, particularly on his back and his legs. So I have tried to skip bath occasionally. What I was using was like these really hydrating bath bombs. They were so good or some oil in the bath water. But now he's at a cheeky monkey stage where he likes to pretend he's swimming and he swallows the water. So I'm like, (laughs) okay, maybe don't swallow that. So I've stopped using that. So I'll kind of just gauge how dirty he is. Like if he's been with me all day and I know that he's been really filthy or how filthy he comes home from daycare and then I'll gauge. So he probably has five baths a week out of seven days, if that makes sense. So we're not really going every second night and what about like hair washing we wash his hair every second night because he uses hair gel oh yeah okay of course (laughs) (laughs) i don't do it every night but i do wash him yeah pretty much every second night yeah but interestingly i only have the one child friends of mine that have got newborns a lot of my mother's group and stuff the advice is as soon as the toddler is home from daycare strip them off clothes in a hot wash toddler in a wash because that'll help stop bringing germs home so you don't make the newborn sick Mm. so it's kind of contradictory right because you don't want to overbathe them you definitely don't want to dry out their skin what the experts say is that obviously toddlers haven't gone through puberty yet so they don't have sort of the bacteria in their armpits that us grown-ups or teenagers have so it's not like they're gonna get that kind of stinky puberty smell but for me it's less about like their own body odors and body smells and more about like germs and like Mm. dirt you know like they lick the pole at the playground yeah and also like food food gets so sticky and over their face and their hands and there's only so many times you can use a baby wipe on their face and their hands until you're like you know what just get in the bath actually my kids are just at the age now where they can shower like while I'm in the bathroom, obviously, or in the shower with us. You know how like sometimes they're at that age where they don't like the water on their face or whatever, whereas now they're starting to really enjoy a shower. So every now and then we switch it up and they have a little shower, which is actually really easy. So I find that a little bit easier than a bath because they can just go in there and wash themselves and 
not want to bash each other with bath toys. So that's starting to work <laughs> really well. I'm just imagining this splash with three toddlers in oh, one bath. Oh I my God. Is it you. like a tsunami? It's like a, a crèche with three children trapped in it and water everywhere. It is like a tsunami. Yes. Well, interestingly, according to raising children, two to three times a week is generally enough. And sometimes if they're just dirty from food, like you say, you could just pop them in a bath and just clean them with water because it's not so much bacteria or anything like that. They do say if your toddler's skin is dry, which is us, is better to give them a shorter, lukewarm bath. Try and tell Bug that he's going to have a shorter bath and he will absolutely... <laughs> so does he like the bath? Loves the bath. Yeah. He went through a short phase where he just really wasn't into it, but now he absolutely loves it. But that's because he says, bubbles, mummy, bubbles, toys. Mm. It's literally like a theme park in there for him. It's interesting how many parents suggested, you know, when we were coming up with a list of things you can do while in lockdown with your kids, how many parents said, pop them in the bath. Like it's an activity that will keep them entertained for a good half an hour, one hour. You know, if you don't have a swimming pool, pop them in the bath. Rich and I alternate doing bath time. After dinner, one will do bath, the other one will do bed. And when it's my night on for bath, I pop him in with all the toys and then I do my full skincare routine. I cleanse my face, take off all my makeup, do all my skincare. Oh, that's and a we have a chat idea. for 20 minutes or so and I'm like tick 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 and then when it's time for bed my husband's always angry that I've done my skincare and he hasn't that is so genius that's multitasking motherhood and like I've never seen it thank you thank you although I must say Alexander will not go anywhere near the shower he's absolutely terrified of having water on top of his head so we've tried yeah, it's showers. a funny age gap where they become from afraid of the shower to loving the shower okay so it's gonna come yeah it will my kids have only just started to love the shower and what about the parents that don't have a bath. You know, we've got a bath in our bedroom, so all the kids use our bathroom. But what about people that only have showers? Yep. A lot of my friends only have showers yeah. and they have like, you can buy like pop-up baths, like not the baby bath, obviously you need bigger, but you but can buy like ones from Amazon ones. and stuff right. that pop up. Or I think their kids just get used to showers. Yeah. But when we were renovating our bathrooms, Rich was staunch on having two showers and I was like, trust me, we're going to need a bath. And the bath is literally the most used thing yeah. in our house. I have a bath every single night. Sometimes Do you? Yep. I'm addicted to the bath. It's my safe space. So I shower in the morning and bath at night. So you're which my clean. husband thinks is well, I think I am. Rich showers twice a day and he thinks I'm filthy for lying in my own filth in the bath and then getting into bed. <laughs> he could never live with me. He would think no. I'm an absolute grub. <laughs> I actually it was funny when we were preparing to record this, I realised yesterday I didn't shower because I showered late the night before and then yesterday was just a busy day and then when I showered this morning I was like "Hmm, I think that's my problem I just forget because I don't you know like my husband does morning and night regardless sometimes I do morning sometimes I do night sometimes I do both and then sometimes I forget and do neither and it just gets a little bit too much to remember (laughs) (laughs) until you catch a whiff of yourself tell us in the parents Facebook group let us know what kind of bather you are with your children Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Recommendations of the week. Tegan, what are you going to recommend? You know what? I can't believe I haven't done this 
already because it's probably my most used item in the house. It is my Dyson, my Dyson little handy vacuum cleaner, the cordless oh, one. The stick. Do you know that I went a good two and a half years with children without this? I used to get on what the floor with my little dustpan and broom after every what? meal like Cinderella and sweep Wait. up all the peas and all the corn. You didn't pop. have a vacuum? I had a really crappy one, so I never used it. So I would literally get under three high chairs and with my little tiny dustpan and room and sweep up all the food. But what about all the dust you can't get with a dustpan? Oh, I had a vacuum cleaner, like to vacuum my house. But for a quick little like after meal, like spot vacuum, I didn't. I didn't ever do that. So what? this is the Dyson stick we're talking about. Yeah, just the little like shove it in the cupboard, charge it every now and then, but otherwise just whip it out, do your little vroom, 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 and then put it back away. And I think I've got the 11. I don't know. There's so many different types of it. Before I purchased, I did a big Instagram and, you know, there's a few brands that people love, but you know what? I got the Dyson because like people are very passionate about their Dysons and now I know why, because I'm very passionate and I don't know how I got through any period of motherhood without it. (laughs) Brought to you by Dyson. Yeah, Yeah, you feel free to send me a free one. (laughs) I can one-up you there. We have a Dyson stick and I actually don't do vacuuming. I don't believe in it. Rich does. He's the cleaner in our house. What do you mean? I just don't vacuum. I'm not a cleaner. I don't do cleaning. Rich does all the cleaning. I do all the cooking, (laughs) mental, like, doctory stuff, like getting the food. Like, I'm the mental preparer Mm. load person. Rich is the bricklayer. He's the doer of the cleaning. Right. our cleaner when we're allowed to have them. Anyway, a couple of months ago, we got an iRobot, which is one of those black round circle oh, vacuums. I it's want like, one of these. Are they great? Okay. Yes. Look, me not being the vacuumer, I don't really get to comment. But at first I was like, that's annoying and it takes up a big space because you've got to have like the dock. It goes home to the dock. Oh. But yes, now I must say it's great because what we do is if we're going to drop Alexander at daycare and go for our walk, going out. Um, oh. you put Robot on, you just tell him to go and he's smart. He knows where to go and stuff. And Stop. But what's even better about it is that Alexander is terrified of Bobot. He calls him Bobot. <laughs> so if you want him to stay in the same place on the couch, you just put Bobot on and he won't. He doesn't move. Bobot, Bobot, Bobot. Oh my God. So we try and use Bobot when we're out of the house, but sometimes he's just like, I'm on and he just comes up and cleans. Oh, my kids would probably try and sit on it and go for a a ride. <laughs> yes, the cats do that. <laughs> anyway, that's not my recommendation, but the iRobot is very handy. Ooh. Mine is those fidget pop fiddle toy thingies. Yes. So Roxy Jasenko's daughter Pixie, she's got a brand and she does some, but I think you can get other ones. Yeah. We got some a few months ago and mm. I was like, okay, it's just like coloured plastic and you press like these little domes. Alexander is mm. obsessed yep. and I like it because it's not musical. If I give him one in the back of the car, he just sits there popping them. It's almost like the kid's version of popping bubble wrap. Yeah, it's like a stress therapeutic kind of stress ball. Yeah, and you can get all different shapes. Thing. We've got a keyboard, yep. we've got an ice cream, we've got a turtle and Alexander sleeps with his and it's really good because he like they're soft plastic so it's safe. He cuddles it and then when he wakes up in the morning, he just starts pressing it and so it buys us like 10 extra minutes before he sings out to get picked up. Yeah, they're great. I think I got my kids some of those when we were going on a plane trip a long, long time ago in a far distant land. Plane? But, Googles, uh, what is aeroplane? Yeah, but because it's quiet. 
apply it. You're so right. It's just like a little nice little activity for them to sit and concentrate and be quiet. That's not an iPad. Last night we were watching Outlander. Yes, I'm 10 years behind and I <laughs> didn't realise I was playing with one of Alexander's and it just makes the tiniest little pop noise when you press the plastic. And then British turned and looked at me. He's like, stop it. And I'm like, I can't. I can't stop. I must pop all of them in a row. And they've got some really great educational ones as well. Like I know we've got a few from Pixie as well and they've got like you know, the colours and the numbers. So it can yes. be like quite educational, not just like a little fidgety kind of thing. Totes. But yeah, even if love it's not, that who one. cares? Shuts them up for five minutes. <laughs> what the? What the? What the? What the? Parenting? Okay, WTF. You go first, please. Well, Bug's starting to be a little bit of a chitter-chatter now. Have you ever had a moment where like he's come out with words and you're like, what did you just say? Like, I didn't yes. know you knew that. Like, how do We're you... We're just getting to that phase where I'm like, someone's teaching you to speak English because yeah. it's not me. <laughs> yes. So the other day, the kids were at home and they were playing with the doctor's kit, right? So Indy walks in and she's got one of the little parts and she walks in and she's like, oh, I'll just go get my stethoscope. And I'm like, what did you just say? She's like, just got to go get my stethoscope. And I'm like, I can barely pronounce that word, but she said it so crystal clear. And I'm like, how do you know that that's called a stethoscope? She's like, because I know. And I'm like, wow. you are so smart. How did she learn it? I don't know. Wow. She said, from my iPad. <laughs> oh my God. And you're like, thank you, like, parent yes. iPad. You know what? Can your kid say stethoscope? I can barely say it. I need to watch my iPad more. <laughs> <laughs> my kid can't say Alexandra. That's his name. <laughs> You wait. Soon he'll be like popping out with words that, you know, like abracadabra. Like he'll be saying all these things that you don't even know. Hyaluronic acid when I'm doing my skincare in the bathroom. (laughs) That is so funny. But yeah, WTF, just spontaneous, intelligent words from your children. You're like, wow, you're so smart. Good on you. That's so cute. What's yours? Mine is this goddamn bear that is following us everywhere. So obviously they read Bear Hunt at daycare because we've read it like five times total. In the last week or so, Alexander is obsessed with bear, bear, and he loves doing like scared face. Like he does scared and he hides behind mummy, but he's acting. And we've got this like little pathetic playground just behind our house that no one goes to because it's so tiny. So he and I go quite a lot. There's a little shelter and we hide under the shelter because bear, bear coming, bear coming. He was saying tito, 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 tito. And I was like, what? And I realized it's tiptoe, tiptoe, which I think is part of that book. Bear, bear. So it's fun to play at the park. We play the bear. We hide from the bear, whatever. Then we get home. Daddy, bear, daddy, bear, daddy, bear. Then it's bedtime. He uses the bear as an excuse to, Alex, no cot, bear, bear, <laughs> cot. And I'm like, this goddamn bear. It's and I'm taken like, over your life. The bear is not real. It's a make-believe bear. Remember, you say it's a story. And I just, for seven full days, he has not shut up about this bear. Everything, like Alexander, do you want cereal? Bear wants cereal. Okay, I'll get some cereal for the bear. And he's like half terrified of the bear. The bear's half his imaginary friend, I think. I think he loves the bear. If I don't address the bear, I get in trouble. And I'm just like, daycare, can you read a different book, please? It's like your drop-dead Fred. Drop-dead Fred for Alexander. Honestly, this bear. But the tiptoe is so cute. It would be interesting to know if any other parents out there have like a WTF character that like exists within their family (laughs) you're like who is this additional member of our family that is does not even really exist well my niece growing up had a imaginary friend called (laughs) Arfuck. I wonder where she got that from and then she ended up leaving him at McDonald's one day and he never came back so hopefully the bear gets Uh, left at Woolies and never comes home oh poor bug 
That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to TGM Little Kids. We love having you here. Please follow us wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review if you feel like it. We love reviews. Uh, you can email us your parenting dilemmas or even just your feedback and suggestions at tgm at mamamia.com.au or you can call the pod phone and leave a voice note on 028999386. This glorious mess is brought to you by Mamma Mia. This episode was produced by Michaela Floriano. Have a beautiful week. Stay safe. Give everyone a cuddle. Oh, no, wait, don't. Only give a cuddle if you're allowed. Stay safe and, we'll and break health orders. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>